Welcome to Signs of Life, Exploring Survival of Consciousness, brought to you by Forever Family Foundation, on the web at foreverfamilyfoundation.org. I call your name, the echo is haunting, the echo is always the same. I call your name, the echo is haunting, an echo can never be changed, so I call your Good evening and welcome to Signs of Life Radio. I'm Kimberly Saavedra, director of the Comlock Center, and this episode of Signs of Life Radio is all about your personal experiences. Many of us have personal experiences that define mainstream thinking, and we would like you to join us, please, as we explore the types of experiences that people have, what they mean, and how we can integrate them into our daily lives. And it's your personal experiences that make this show as rich as it is for people. So we invite you to call in and share your direct experiences. Although mediums provide a valuable connection to the deceased, this show centers around your experiences, which do not involve a medium. So I would like to offer you the two call-in numbers at the top of this hour, 888-627-6008 and 323-744-4831. I'd also like to let you know that there is one spot left at Forever Family Foundation's Spring Grief Retreat that will be held in Connecticut on March 31st to April 1st, 2003. You can find the details on foreverfamilyfoundation.org on the events page. And our co-hosts tonight are Janet Mayer, author of Spirits, They Are Present. She is also a Forever Family Foundation Certified Medium, and Dr. Betty J. Kovach, author of The Miracle of Death, There is Nothing But Life, and Merchants of Light, The Consciousness That is Changing the World. So we'd love you to join us tonight, and I say hello to Betty and Janet. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. Good evening. Well, I guess I'll start with something. We had all talked about this that I would, last time, uh, when we were on the show, we were talking about quite a few things and we came to the subject of comparing ourselves with other people. And we had talked about the San Bushmen and how they honored the infinitesimally small mantis as the divine and how something so small that we often think of it as insignificant when we compare it to the other animals in the jungle that we would just dismiss it. But they saw the power of that individual uniqueness of this very, very small mantis. And then that led us to something that I uh, was thinking about and feeling that what I sometimes do is that, you know, we can, in fact, we can all do it, that we think of ourselves and we look at what other people are doing and we think, oh, that is beautiful. That is so powerful. That is wonderful. And we then can diminish our own selves and kind of that kind of comparative method. And we can do with the left brain. That's a left brain work is that if we're looking at ideas or events or whatever, yes, we can take them apart and compare them one with the other. But when it comes to our own lives, that's a very dangerous thing. We need to stay in the right brain that looks at the whole picture. And when I was telling about this, that I could fall into that, diminishing myself, um, 
I, I told, uh, I remembered what I had had a vision with my son, Pishti, after he had passed to the other side. And he was saying to me, you know, mom, that's that's a dangerous game to play. It's not really very creative to play that kind of comparative game because you it always ends in diminishing one or the other. And it's so important, of course, as we know, simply to look at ourselves and how we can grow and develop. But at any rate, uh, then uh, when the show was over, uh, Janet, you tell what you said to me, okay? Well, mainly I just, we had talked after the show and I had said, you know, I felt that your son was with me or with us all evening. And it was really interesting because we have been doing the show for years now. And I have never said that to you in the past. I've never, you know, ever said anything to either one of you about, oh, I feel like somebody's here, blah, blah, blah. But last month, it was really, really strong the whole time the show was going on. It was as he was pushing me and, you know, I have to say something, I have to say something. And I'm like, nope, show's going on. You know, I'll say something maybe afterwards. And I thought, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And, and afterwards, I just decided, you know what, I need to say something to you, Betty. And I felt like I had to let you know that he was here with us and that he was, you know, he had, he was here in the now. He said, now he kept, you know, you had to be here and he, I had, he had to come through now. And I kept thinking, I don't really know what that means, but I think it's important for you, but I just wanted to let you know that he was there and, you know, with us. And it was really kind of cool because it, it was so strong, but yet I felt like he was just sitting with me and then you would talk and then it got really strong again. And I think, wow, that's so strange. But, it, you know, it was one of those things that afterwards I'm like, OK, after two years, I've never said anything to you. But he's here for a reason. He's telling me I have to come through now. I have to tell you now. I don't know why. And that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and that was and you had said at the time, is there some particular reason why he'd be around? And I said, well, next week is his birthday. But and then, of course, yes. It hit me very, very strongly that he really wanted me to get the message of what I had said that he said, because mm-hmm. it, can be, it can be so dangerous uh, for us to do that. And I had been guilty of it just the day before. <laughs> and <clears throat> and it was interesting that on the program, I was remembering and talking about it. And I really felt I, on a very deep level that he was present because and it really did uh, touch me deeply to know that, yes, he's here now because I need to re-realize this now. It's very, very important for any kind of creative work that we not do that. We each are unique and we must look at our own um, process, our own journey and value it and honor it and not diminish it by looking outside ourselves. We can admire and love the work of other people, but the, com- the comparative thing is usually a diminishing process. <laughs> but the interesting thing was, is that the very next day I was talking to someone. Now, Kim <laughs> warned me about telling this because I didn't have a chance to get permission from the person, so I can't tell the details, which are really, really funny and and right on. But the person that I was talking to had also had an experience that very day that we'd been talking and uh, (laughs) was feeling pretty bad about uh, herself. And um, when I said that, uh, what Pishti had said and how important it was not to do that, then the person was just laughing and felt so 
just felt wonderful. It felt that that synchronicity, that synchronistic event was really for her too, because wow. she really, really been feeling that way. So it was very helpful for that person as well. And then, uh, oh, we have someone, so that's great. Uh, I wanted to say one thing is that Pishi's birthday was of the next week. And uh, I had kind of not thought too much about it, but uh, I woke up and I realized that I'd had a wonderful dream. And I dreamed that I was holding Pishti as a baby a young, a little bit older baby. And then he was also a young boy, which I was still holding and we were very connected. And he was talking and funny, like he, but he had such a sense of humor. But I just felt so, we were just so close and he was so present now. <laughs> and uh, I just thought, oh, this, uh, people will see, uh, he's still here. And then I was doing some work and then I realized, oh, I wasn't holding anymore. And I, I was okay with it. I knew that he had been present to let me know he's present. And when I woke up, I thought, oh, you know, that's interesting. His birthday's pretty. And I thought, oh, today is his birthday. And I just felt it was such a powerful presence and gift that he gave me on his birthday. (laughs) So it is. That is. That's beautiful. No, it was. Well, you know, these things, it's the feeling, the experience, and we never can quite communicate that. But um, so he was very present in my life. And in that day, and with you, Janet, which I was very grateful that he, he knew he could get through to you. And then once you communicated that to me, that it was very powerful. And then the gift on his birthday. But I see we have someone on the line. Hi, Catlin. Welcome. Hey, Lynn. Yes, hi. Oh. How are you? Good, how are you? We're fine. Thanks for calling. Well, so, you what, for you have to tell us. <laughs> Go ahead, Kelly. Can you? Oh, yes. Uh, can you, you hear me? Okay. Yes. Yes. You just speak up a little bit. Okay. Go for it. Well, you, um, I just was listening, and I called in, and you answered. So here I am. <laughs> We're glad you, you did. Yeah, do you have a story to share? Huh? Do you have a story to share? Do I have a story to share? Yes. Yeah. Um, sure, what are we talking about? We are talking about personal experiences that we may have that could be involved with someone we love or know or some guide who is in a different dimension or something we can't okay just understand um very easily or don't feel comfortable sharing necessarily okay. with everyone. well, <laughs> well we're, you were talking about synchronicities and signs so last week i happened to stumble across this station for the first time and it was i think a thursday so I figured I'd call, but um, I guess I do have a story. I have made friends with great horn owls, so they come and they visit me at night. Um, but I guess what's kind of different and unique about it is the connection that I have with my grandmother and owls. And when I go through certain things in life, um, an owl will appear as kind of like a guide and a way to let me know that I'm on my right track. So I've had a lot of different (laughs) encounters with owls. 
Um, but they do tend to come into my life to let me know when my grandmother's around and she, you know, approves of what I'm doing or if I'm struggling and I don't think I'm doing the right thing, usually, you know, the divine intervenes and they give us a sign in some way. So a bird's a lot. Um, I'm connected with that a lot. So That's cool. Um, and that brings comfort, yeah. you know, that brings you comfort yeah. and it's validation at the same time. So how beautiful is yes. that? Yeah, exactly. Um, but I guess in general, when we're talking about synchronicities, you know, when you believe in something greater and when you believe in love and not just like romantic love, but love of family, love of community, love of spirituality, I mean, I think that's when you really start to be open to seeing the ways that the divine works for you in your life. You know, it's more of like believing that what you see and feel is real. And when you believe that, <laughs> the divine feels that, and they give you more of that. So I guess it's just like keeping the faith, holding that belief strong when you're sad. You know, you're never alone. Whether you get people visitors or animal visitors, you know. Well, animals life is are all interconnected. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And... Uh, and thank you for mentioning the synchronicity. And last time we did talk about that is a cosmic law that reflects the relationship of the outer world with the inner world in a non-causal and meaningful way. And uh, uh, I heard from a few people after that program last time, and I hope they'll call in this time. And I'm glad you did. <laughs> and uh, Kim and I know someone very well who has a very profound relationship with owls. And she, it's very much as you say, but they are, if I get sick or Kim gets sick, she, she sends us owls. That's right. <laughs> she sending oh, that's owls. so funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, just wow. talk about synchronicity again. Yes, <laughs> yes. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so thank you for yeah. calling in about that. It's a, well, thank it's you a, for letting me very, talk. <laughs> of course, thank you. of course. Thank you. Well, take care. You too. You too. We oh, sweet. Yeah, it's very sweet. Mary, thank you for waiting, and thank you for calling in. Hi. Good evening to you three ladies. I'm uh, glad to take the opportunity to talk about a very recent event. Uh, I've had what I call strange occurrences or other dimension occurrences since about age 12, and I'm now 75 years old. So I would like to describe what happened last year, the morning of October the 11th. Um, I woke up early. uh, I usually am up fairly early, but this morning it was around 5.45 a.m., and... um, the the name of a very, very dear friend from undergraduate school years ago came popping into my mind, and, and she kept reoccurring and reoccurring. So um, after a bit of time, you know, the dishes done and blah, 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 I thought, you know, this is just bugging me. So I recall that my undergrad friend 
had moved to the East Coast. And I'm going to be kind of vague because I, I don't wish for her identity to be known in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, so at any rate, I thought, okay, I remember the state that she moved to, and I remembered her husband's name. So I did a search on the net, found out that they were still in the same um, state um, on the East Coast, and then uh, it published their address and, and so on and so forth. It's pretty easy, really, to get information uh, <laughs> from the net. So I happened to scroll down the page, and I saw her daughter's name. Now, this daughter would have been in her early 50s. She and I each had a son and a daughter at about the same time before they moved to the East Coast. So I clicked on the link to her daughter's name, and remember the date was October the 11th. And my eyes widened. I could hardly believe it, and I I started shaking, I think. It was her daughter's obituary, and it uh, the calling at the mortuary was that very day, October the 11th. Oh, my God. Oh my God. And I, I find that pretty remarkable. Um, mm-hmm. It was not pleasant. Um, I lost my daughter 20 years ago when she was 31 years old. She died very unexpectedly. And I had wanted to reach out to my, my undergrad friend, but I still haven't found the words, you know, after all of these years of being apart. I don't even know if she would remember me. But this is one of many instances of what I call, well, just strange things. I've I've had it, it right now. It just seems like I'm seeing something small every day. But I've also had some very exceptional things happen. May I offer you one more? Of course. Oh, and I want to respond to that one. That is, right. that is definitely a, a synchronistic a meaningful relationship between the outer and inner world, isn't it? That just, that, that is just very deeply moving. Oh my gosh. That, yes. that would happen. But well, anyway, you're yes. very in tune. Yes. And you're very in tune and you have a, an emotional connection in that way too, you know, and, and I think that you're very open for you to receive that. So right in that sense, it may be difficult for the experience, but it's also a beautiful experience because it seems like the daughter reached out to you so you could reach out to the mother, you know, to them to let them know that she's okay. So, you know, that's I totally not considered you. that possibility. Huh. Yeah, I mean, you know, she probably came through for, you know, a reason, not just to say, hey, you know, this is, you're getting more information. It's simply, I know, you know, you're open. I can go through you. I see your light, you know, from the other side. I want to come through give you some information. And if, when you feel comfortable, or if you feel comfortable, you can pass it on and say, I, you know, I was amazed by how this happened. And I just feel like she came through because I'm open and she wanted to, you know, let you know, she's okay. And I mean, it's, it can be that simple and that profound at the same time. Yes, because you both had similar experiences with your daughter. Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 Well, I'm going to tell us one other um, well, you have another. Okay. You have another story. Go ahead. Okay, my daughter passed away um, in June of 2002, and she was very young. Uh, 
she died unexpectedly, and to, to this day, we don't know what caused her death. She was just 31. Mm. Well, at any rate, um, I had a terrible struggle getting back on my feet every day, putting my feet on the floor, getting out of bed. Um, we have a developmentally disabled son, and I think that that was probably the catalyst for me to keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I had to provide care for my son and to get his needs met. Well, so the following February, and this was when we lived back in the Midwest in the state of Indiana, uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful Saturday morning, and we had a lot of snow on the ground at that time, and the sun was causing the snow to sparkle. And I really felt a glimpse of being able to depart from this grief. I thought, I have to I have to get going. I have to keep moving on. I happened to glance at the refrigerator, and I thought, man, the handles on this refrigerator are so dirty. So my husband and son had gone grocery shopping. I was by myself. And so I got the necessary uh, things ready, you know, hot soapy water and a, a scrub pad and all, and I began to clean those crummy-looking refrigerator handles. And then all of a sudden, I stopped because I started feeling peculiar. And I am not kidding you, going from my feet all the way up to the top of my head, I felt that I was filled with love. Mm. It was amazing. It was, I felt bliss. I felt love. I felt safety. I felt comfort. And I reached for the handle of the basement door to try to steady myself. And in my left ear, I heard this message. It was a man's voice. And he said to me, you are a child of the universe. And, you know, that has carried me through the years. Mm. I thought it was just remarkable. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. That's a it sounds like you had a very profound moment that even when you describe it, you know, it's not nearly as powerful as when you were in it, you know, and it just, it's beautiful. It's not, it's sacred. And I think that is yeah. a really, you, you seem like you're very in tune and very open. And I think okay. that, oh, go on. Are you at, I'm, I'm having a bit of difficulty hearing what you're saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I said, it sounds like you are, you know, extremely open to receiving like the energies and from being a child of the universe, that sounds like, you know, you're being open, you're receiving this energy. You've had a sacred moment, you know, this beautiful experience and even describing it, I know it was more powerful than just words, you know, and, and that, that is, that is profound. And I think that is a beautiful story because it shows what really we as, you know, so-called humans are capable of that we don't realize that we can be open to these experiences on such a deep level. And that when they happen, even to explain it, it doesn't catch it all. We know it's we, we understand that it's beautiful, but it's even like to feel it. I mean, I think that is so wonderful that you got to experience that. Experience and I'm sure that took you know, took you to a whole new place. And, you know, Mary, I was thinking too, that you had made the choice that you had to go beyond that uh, grief. 
And this is this made that possible, didn't it? Yes. Did, did you, it just, yeah. that, having, that was my thought too. Is that it? she's saying, "I'm ready to embrace life now," and I'm open right. yes. to embracing life. And then you're filled from head to toe with yes. with, with mm-hmm. everything. Oh, I oh well, really thank you for that. Uh, and I'm sure there are others also. I mean, you are a child of the universe. Oh my gosh, it's the vast the vast reality of who we really yes. are. Well, mm-hmm. I think as time goes on, I would, I've would i got other instances of these strange occurrences. I have many of them that I'd like to share. But for now, I'll say thank you for listening, and I'll oh. call again. Do All right. right. Thank you for sharing. We would she love to hear to. from you again. This show is Good the night. fourth Thursday of the month, Mary, so please call next month, <laughs> yes. too. Fourth yes. Beautiful. Thank you. Oh my gosh, how wonderful. Wow. Suzanne. Yes. Suzanne, are you still with us? Yes, can you hear me? Oh, yes, Yes. great. A big thank you from each of us for your patience. Yes. I'm driving, so I'm in route to New Orleans right now. So um, so this is my first time tuning in, and I'm thrilled um, about your show. But um, I was just going to share, um, I've I've had a lot of experiences um, here lately. My son passed away um, on Easter, and um, he passed away. We were all out of town, so nobody was in town when he passed away, so none of us got to tell him goodbye. So, Mm -hmm. um, and my 15-year-old son has taken it next to me probably the hardest. You know, so they were very close, and they worked out at the gym every day together. And um, he woke up the other morning, and um, he was sharing a, his dream with me. And he said, I had the weirdest dream about Garrett, Mom. He um, he said, I started out in this house, and I went into this room, and he said it was a very dirty room. And I was like, I'm not going to sleep in that room. I'm going to go check out the other room. And he said, when I went into the other room, he saw his brother, his name is Garrett, the one that passed. And um, he said Garrett was laying on the bed with his dog, and he told me to leave the room, that he was trying to take a nap, don't bother him. And then um, he said, but wait a minute, before you go, I want you to know that in this dimension, I can be you and you can be me. And like he's like isn't that cool and i just thought that was the weirdest thing because i'd never heard about dimensions you know and i was like what does that even mean um so and his dog was like his child um to him and i have her and um and i lost my two dogs like shortly after i lost my son so um so i felt like that was you know, um, his dog is the baby dog to one of the dogs that I left, and they looked alike. And I was like, maybe that was, you know, Henry that was with Garrett taking a nap and not Gabbana. And he was just, you know, stating that, I mean, he might be in a different dimension, but he's still with us. And I just thought that was the strangest dream. And um, I don't I don't know really what that meant, but I just meant that, I mean, I just feel like, you know, that it, I don't know, that it, Garrett was visiting him, I guess, in his dream. I think it was wonderful. I think he was letting him know that he's just, it's kind of like, you know, I always say when they, when, you know, they go to the other side, when, you know, they transition over that, you know, they're, they're in a different place, but they're still here. 
And that's kind of what he's saying is I can do all this stuff while I'm over there. I can do, you know, I have all this ability that, you know, he didn't know he had and he's letting his brother know, hey, I'm right here. And look what I, you know, I can do all this stuff. That's really cool. And, you know, and, and I think that, you know, that's kind of a cool dream for him to, or to share that, you know, I guess that statement to let him know that he was, you know, having a great experience while where he is. And that's a really good validation well, to not, you know, for his brother. You know, I that would offer him comfort. Right, sure. right. And it's yeah. like a shared experience and he's having comfort from it. And I think that's pretty beautiful. And, and yeah, I think so too, and I just want to share that. I think so too, and she just wanted oh. to share that. That's well, so well, you know, yeah. I think too, that's an incredible statement. In this dimension, I can be you, and you can be me. That is, I don't think we want to uh, define that away uh, too quickly. I mean, I think it's a pretty powerful statement that right. maybe need to contemplate maybe the, the that merging the fluidity of the or the penetrability of the dimensions just well, it, it eliminates boundaries yeah eliminates boundaries, yes. the penetrability that sounds nice yeah, there's, there's something that's saying how we merge into each other you know how we mm-hmm. are one in some right or like you've said before that there's a bridge and yeah. we can meet in the middle and they can meet yeah. you this way and you can go that way and it kind of yeah Cross those. I like that. Barriers. I think. I think it's profound, and and we all need to contemplate it. I like it. It's yeah. beautiful. Yes. Thank well, you. And you know what? Don't, don't you think too that comes down to what love is? That it merges in, into one, one energy, yes. and that's kind of what it is. Like when Mary was having her experience, and and now you know Suzanne's son was having an experience, and and it's so powerful that that's what love is. That's okay. what it is. You no, know, that's a way to put it, Joe. The love itself, yeah. the merging yeah. of mm-hmm. that. Well, that's the very, very significant, Suzanne. Thank you, Suzanne. Was it well, Garrett or his brother who said, "Isn't that cool?" After I'm that Garrett, um, the, the um, son that passed said, "Isn't that cool?" And he said he just had his mouth open, like you know, like, <laughs> "Hey, isn't that cool?" Oh, I and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, I don't, don't start morphing into things, Ben, you know, <laughs> like, you know, and then, and then also, you know, we have this dog, and my dog is, you know, crossed over, too, and I said, maybe he was talking about, you know, Henry and Gabbana transferring, because I was like, Gabbana's acting like her dad lately, but I don't know, it was just, it was just a bizarre dream, and, um, and just, we just have experienced so many bizarre things. I got a picture that I took where it looked like, um, I don't like a um, cord of light was flying in the air, like over the dog's head. And I was like, that is so bizarre because I see orbs all the time. And, you know, I mean, sometimes they look like shapes, sometimes they don't, sometimes they're just um, circles, and sometimes it could be you know, insects. I don't know. But this particular picture was like an arm that was like wrapped in a cord or something that just like, you know, in the video, you can just see it flying, you know, between me and the dog. And when I was listening to a book that Laura Lynn um, Jackson wrote, I think that's her name. She was talking about the cords of light that, you know, bind us together. 
it's almost like, you know, when I went back and looked at it in slow motion, it almost looks like part of an umbilical cord or something. I know that sounds weird, but no, when it's not form, it form. It was the strangest thing, and I can't share that with other people because they're like, oh, was it a light coming in the room or... You know, was the flash on? And I'm like, I don't think I'm going crazy. I think this is, like, literally, like, proof that there is, you know, life after death. Yes, and that's why we have this program. So as we say, this is your show, Suzanne. That's yes, I should say. I well, know. I was so excited. I'm, like, on the road, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't tune in. And I started getting all panicky. But I'm so grateful that I was able to hear the show. That's <laughs> nice, Thank too. you so much. Well, thank you. And I think it's wonderful that you are paying attention. And I think that every, really, all three callers that have called in, I mean, it's being open, paying attention, listening to what's going on around you, you know, and and not discounting it, simply acknowledging it and being thankful for it. And I think that is wonderful because that is what keeps opening, you know, more doors for people around us too. to, you know, someone else has an experience and, and we get to, you know, connect in that on that level and say, yeah, this, this really happened. That's really going on. Yes. Well, I am so grateful for y'all's show and I will continue to listen in. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Suzanne, remember that, you know, so many things that seem so bizarre, it's because our world doesn't understand it yet. <laughs> right. That's so true, yes. But I tell my friends, I'm like, look, you might not believe it, but I do, and this is how I have to get up every day and believe this, that my son's still here. You know, right. so just don't even try Absolutely. to debate it with me. Absolutely. No I have so a question for you, Suzanne. I have a question for you. Okay. Um, you had said that Garrett's brother, and I didn't catch his name, I'm sorry, but that he had been suffering a lot. Did that dream visit or that dream experience with Garrett help him because he held on to it? I think he has, yes, Um, because we, like, every day, him and I share something that we experienced with Garrett, so it's like an Every day, him and I have our time. We're, we're like, oh, I felt Garrett today, or you know, I found coins in the driveway, or and good, we still yeah. put out food for my son, you know, or um, you know, turn his music on so you know he feels like his like he is still with us. And I'm okay. like, and when we play a game, we have a game like Garrett has a place in the game. So <laughs> I mean, we still. We still run around the house like he is still there with us in, in physical form, you know. So, and, and I don't know, some people may think that we need therapy for that, but that's the way that we're, like, I guess, grieving through it. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's your way. Oh, that's doing nice. Right. Nice. And we all grieve in our own way. That's right. Well, thank you so much. Do, do call again. We're grateful for your call, Suzanne. Thank you. Okay, thank you so much. Have a good night. You, you too. too. Well, Janet, you said you had something you wanted to talk about too earlier. Well, I was just going to share a story, but the ones we've had have been so amazing and, um, you know, beautiful and just, you know, they're, they're just, I mean, I love the stories tonight as far as, you know, people that are really open to the experience. And I just, that that makes me really happy to hear that because, that's what we need more of in this world. So yeah, I can go ahead and um, I can go ahead and uh, share my story from this morning. And um, I was because let's see, we don't have a caller, so we're, I'll, I'll share it real quick. 
I was meditating and, you know, I always, I meditate often, obviously. And um, I decided this morning I would meditate for the show. And I felt Fran's energy, who is the co-founder of Forever Family Foundation. And I felt her energy really strong. And, and like I said, I, you know, I don't, I don't do this all the time and say, oh, Fran, are you there? Come through, blah, blah, blah. Instead, I just was like, okay, I, I know she's with me. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, how are we going to make this connection? I have to, you know me, I have to have a validation. I, you know, how are you going to give me a connection? And in my head, I hear her daughter's name. And I'm like, okay, somehow it's going to be about, you know, Bailey. And so I went about my day and I just thought, well, you know, I got sidetracked. I was doing what I was doing. And later on in the day, I had gotten out Instagram and, you know, I was flipping through real quick and I started dinner and um, this video popped on and I had set it on the counter as I was making something. And it was about a woman talking to her father who had dementia. And he kept saying, you know, I know you, but I don't know you. I don't, you know, you keep telling me I'm your father. And she said, well, you are, but would it be more comfortable if I call you, you know, and then by his name? And he said, yes, I would. I'd feel comfortable with that. And she said, okay. And so she reintroduced herself and said, my name is Bailey, you know, and then, and I just stopped and I was like, okay. So she introduced herself as Bailey. And that was my sign because I was waiting for the name Bailey. And so I just stopped and I was like, okay, Fran, you know, I got, I got the sign. That's what I needed. Thank you. And, and it made me feel really good because I don't normally, you know, ask every day for a sign from somebody or I don't, you know, I just kind of allow what takes place to happen. And in this experience, it was really beautiful for me because, you know, I wasn't planning it to happen. I do a lot of times meditate for the show just to, you know, be open and allow, you know, for what, you know, people to need to listen, they hear it and they come through or share a story if they need to. And so I, you know, was just open to whatever was going to happen. And, and suddenly I felt her come through. And I thought it was interesting because, you know, with it being signed to life show, I knew that, you know, this would be the day I guess that she would come through. And then when it came through that I knew it had to be the name Bailey, it hit me really hard, like, oh, that's not what I was expecting, but okay. And then for it to come through in the Instagram with this woman talking to her father and then she started talking about her name and she just said her name was Bailey. And I thought, well, that's not the most common name to come through. And I just happened to set the phone down on the counter. So when this, you know, media, social media thing came through, I thought it was really interesting the way it played out. So I just, I like little signs like that, but it was one of those things that, you know, it's just added to the daily life and you go on to the next day. And so that was, it's kind of, beautiful to know our loved ones are around our friends are around and they do drop in they do give us messages and I think that's important yeah I just kind of dropping in and I'm here and I'll let you know that I am here with a sign later on <laughs> right right I guess you want to give the number out again Kim yes please um as you can tell listeners this show is only as rich as your courage so we would like you to call in and continue to share your stories with us and with each other Call-in numbers are 888-627-6008 and 323-744-4831. We heard so many amazing things tonight. Yes. And uh, some of you who wrote me about the synchronistic events uh, that you had, they were very interesting. And hopefully you will call in 
uh, one of you said you're kind of shy about those things, but I'm hoping that you will get courage. You can be call. anonymous. <laughs> you can be totally anonymous if you like and tell your story uh, or tell your experience of synchronicity or whatever, any kind of story that relates to these kinds of experiences. That's mm -hmm. right. That's right. Well, and, you know, I think it's important, too, that, you know, when people do call in, they, they feel comfortable about it because that's what this show is about. I mean, our culture really has blocked intuition and, you know, people saying, oh, I can't say this and I can't say that. And and I think it's really important to, you know, put it out there anyway and just say, you know, with, a, with people who you are comfortable with and, you know, share your experiences because, it does help, you know, help you as you go through grief because it's not an easy experience. And I think when you have a relationship with spirit, it shows that there's a continued existence going on and that we do find comfort in that. I mean, I know I do. Oh, heaven, Jess, always to know that there's a larger reality than our materialistic worldview has allowed or has been aware of. I mean, we are really waking up, I think, culturally and as a planet too that there is so much more than what was believed for several centuries that there's nothing but matter and we're having i mean these experiences which we've heard tonight i mean very clearly it defies the inefficient laws of matter for sure mm -hmm. but that's that's why as we've said before yes we have this program so that we can talk to each other and and tell the the stories that we know are true, because when you experience it, you know it. It may seem strange from the perspective of a materialistic worldview, but you know it happened, and we can share that. And it's so important to share it. I mean, just the things I've heard tonight encourage me and, mm -hmm. and inspire me. It's just, and re reassures me once again, just more confirmation. Yep. Well, and you know, I think there's something too, like when Mary was talking earlier about wanting to clean the handle of the refrigerator. And I so many times say when people, you're doing something, you know, mundane, just, you know, cleaning, vacuuming, you know, wiping the handle of, a, you know, of the refrigerator, just doing normal things that we get into that zone. Mm -hmm. And I think she, she was in that zone because obviously she's in tune and she was in that zone and right when it hit her and then she stopped and paid attention to it. And you guys both know how often I say to pay attention and to, you know, I'm not saying go looking for something, but simply be open to what is going on around you and pay attention. And then when that experience happens, you know, you can experience it fully. And that's what she did. And she remembers that to this day. She had that experience. She felt that experience. You know, it's still with her. You know, it had a lot of meaning and the words were very strong too. So I think that, you know, when you're out there doing something and it's, you know, washing the car, doing anything normal that you do and just paying attention to what's going on around you. And when you feel it, you can stop and allow that sense to come through, whether it's a word or it's a feeling or it's, you know, whatever it may be, you know, or a smell, whatever. And then you know that something came through that makes a connection with you. Yes, And I think that's really important. It is important. And you've said it many times and it's always important to hear it again yes it sounded as though that experience which she had could not have been ignored <laughs> you know no, coming to over the feet yeah just surging through her and uh, sometimes it comes that way sometimes it's very subtle uh, but they are all very uh powerful and transforming the way we relate to the world 
You know, her experience reminded me of the one that you had had um, after you had bought the Miracles CD oh. from Rob Whiteside's Woo and yeah. put it on when you'd come home from a bookstore. Oh, it yeah, just took I, over your body almost the energy it did it's a very interesting i was in a bookstore and they were playing there was music on it was called miracles <laughs> and mm. it was just not long it was just a very few weeks after pishti's death and <clears throat> i i had to sit down in the bookstore i i it was just to hear it was just it so opened my heart and so i went to the person at the desk and i asked uh, to buy that i bought it I came home and my son's room was still the way he had it. Uh, it hadn't been long. And so I put the tape on in his room and he, it was kind of like a meditation room. He had painted it white just a few weeks before he was in the accident. And he'd put up the shamanic Susan Boulay uh, pictures on his wall. He had put him with a tack <laughs> on his wall. So it was kind of like a meditation room. So I put the music on in there and I was getting out of my, getting into my sweats, I should say, after I came home. And suddenly I, the music was so powerful. I had to put on my uh, sweats quickly because it was moving me down the hallway. I had to go and I lay down on the bed and suddenly I felt Pishti's presence. I didn't see his image, but I knew the energy. I knew it was up above my right side. And that was just an incredibly beautiful experience, which I talk about in Miracle, uh, the Miracle of Death, uh, of how we were surfing, <laughs> surfing on the waters of life. And he, would, he was saying to me, he was so, so present. And so we were surfing together, or he was watching me surf, I guess. And he would say, live each moment fully, then let it go. Live each moment fully, then let it go. And then I would begin to think of him in various times in his life, and it would just be too much for me. And I, I just couldn't, couldn't quite handle it. And I began to sink. I was going literally down in this ocean, and Pishi would say, Mom, live each moment fully, then let it go. And as I could kind of come to terms with, okay, I would release that time in his life. I could do that. I had lived it. Then I would surface up on the on the top of the ocean. And then I was just, when I could do that, I was just magnificently surfing, which I don't know how to do at all. But it was it was truly beautiful. It's that that particular, just the music itself forced me into the room to lie down. And there he was. And he had said, let's go through each phase of my life together. And while we did, um, beautiful. teaching right. me how to, to live it and then let it go. And also you had said is when you wanted to hold on is when you started to sink. But when you released exactly. it, you would just ride on the great force of a life, surface. the crest of life. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's that it's, it's, go with the flow that's of right. life. That's right. When I tried to hold on to it, I started sinking. And at the end, uh, it is very interesting because the end of the this journey, so to speak, exactly coincided with the music. When the music ended, the whole journey had ended. And the last part of the journey was um, that my son mentioned uh, Goethe's Faust. Now, I'm quite sure Pishi had not read Goethe's Faust, but he knew it on the other side. 
and it had been very important to me because Mephistopheles uh, was, of course, there as the dark side of Faust. And it was at the moment when uh, Goethe would want to hold on that he would be gripped by Mephistopheles. That is, he would, that he could, when he could not let something go, there he was in the grip of Mephistopheles. And he realized that when he could let it go, he could ride, he could flow on the surf, surface of the ocean of life. And then the, then the music stopped. And you realized that he was right there with you. He was right there. And you know, and it was funny why there was a point of that. Well, wait a minute, here I'm not able to let this go. And he's right here. What's the matter with me? Wow. <laughs> it was very, very powerful. I love that story. I love that story. That's great. We have a caller, I believe. We, we do. Morgan, thank you for calling. Are you there, Morgan? Can you hear me? Oh, yes. Now we Hello? can. Yes. Hello? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm very soft of voice, so I probably have to speak up. <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> um, but I was calling in. I just had like a poll. My mom passed away last year um, unexpectedly, and it's been a whole spiritual awakening to me and just getting to hear everyone's stories and everything has been so exciting and such a big part of my journey with this like awakening I'm experiencing but my mom I feel like is this very bright powerful spirit on the other side I have friends family everyone reaches out to me and tells me all of the signs <laughs> sorry um, no that's great that just... go on just got to catch my breath. <laughs> oh, please, go um, ahead. Yes. Uh, she, she was really into gnomes. Like, it was a treasure hunt, you know, trying to find some kind of garden gnome, lawn gnome, figurine for her. And it was so exciting and fun. And shortly after she passed, I don't know if maybe you've noticed it in any of the home stores or anything, but... There was just an explosion of gnomes everywhere. And I can't walk into a single store, doctor's office, anywhere without seeing some sort of gnome. And I just I just get so excited when I see them because it was it was so random to find a gnome before and now they're just exploding everywhere. I see them constantly, but um, the most recent, uh, I have interactions with my mom every day. I feel like whenever I see the trees rustle, that's her like waving to me. But, um, mm -hmm. my sister, uh, had been seeing someone for a while and they were going to propose to my sister. And while my mom was alive, we had discussed how we don't think this person is like bringing you to your highest path. Like it's, it just is giving us not we just don't think it's the right fit for you and so we would talk about this but we would never bring it up with my sister because everyone you know they have to make their own choices we can be there for her but she's gonna have to make her own choice mm -hmm. and my mom the bubbly loving person she was when my sister's partner had told her she had a ring that she wanted to propose to my sister with uh, my mom acted excited for her, but we had discussed together that uh, we don't know. <laughs> but 
my sister's now wife, um, she had told my sister she was all excited about this happening. Um, and she had gotten to tell my mom before she passed about the ring. And I had just been sitting in this anxiety of like, I don't know if it's my place to tell my sister because she had asked what my mom had said. And so the day of the day before the wedding, I was going to see my sister and her now wife, but I said, please just send me something like send me a gnome. It's purple. If this I'm supposed to stay out of this, it's supposed to happen. Um, and then if something, if I'm supposed to talk to her or say something, and this might not be your highest path, like send me a Dalmatian because I don't really see Dalmatians often. I was trying to be specific and my mom really did not. She was very scared of dogs. I'll say she was not the biggest fan of them. Um, but so that day I got with my sister and her now wife and we had gone out the day before the wedding um, just to get some drinks and celebrate. And the first place we walked into, I had seen a gnome and it was holding a rainbow and my sister and her wife are gay. So I was like, okay, that's my sign. I'm happy. I'm satisfied. And then mm -hmm. we were walking back from getting drinks and my sister's wife had shouted a Dalmatian over there's a Dalmatian over there and <laughs> I just I was <laughs> very just confused on what to do but um, I think it's hard to always interpret messages and I just knew it was my mom's way of saying like validating me like yes I see it too and even using my sister's wife as a um, a messenger to, like, really point it out to me, because otherwise I would not have seen this Dalmatian. But also the gnome, she sent, like, it's going to be okay. Like, she's going to make her own choices, but you just got to be there for her. And I think figuring out this language between my mom has just been the most, like, loving experience I've ever felt in I can't express how much it makes grief easier. Well, that's that so was my story. Yes, <laughs> you know, and I think it's, I know we're running out of time. I think it is important though to maybe mention that there were the pair of opposites there. There were tremendous, perhaps tremendous potential and the two merging into a third new possibility. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Morgan, thank you so much for calling in and sharing this experience with us and with our listeners. We'd like yes. to say good night, yes. and Janet's going to send our closing prayers. Thank you. Yes, I will. And unfortunately, sorry we don't have extra time to talk, Morgan. We can catch up. Maybe you can, you know, email. I, you I have a couple things to say, too. Thank you so much. But yes, I thank you very much. Okay, the Mahayama prayer. May all beings Bye. everywhere. With, good night. <laughs> with all beings everywhere with whom we are inseparably interconnected, be fulfilled, awakened, liberated, and free. May there be peace in this world and throughout the entire universe. And may we all together complete the spiritual journey. Thank you, Janet. Thank you, Thank everyone. You. Thank you. See you next month. Or Thank you, everyone, Janet, for calling. I'll be gone next month. But mm -hmm. I will. I'll be gone next month, but I'll be back in October. Thank you. Okay, great. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Good night.